Welcome to the Five Song Mixtape, where we discuss a new mix each and every week. My name is Mike. Nivezi Mianam. And I'm RJ. What was that? <laughs> that was just the whole phrase. My name is Devin in English, said backwards. I was like, oh. you should do that. Okay, sorry. But literally just had that it was, thought. So, it sounded so dominant. It did. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> He's very submissive the other way. So I had to get this <laughs> Devin normally very submissive. <laughs> <laughs> so it was an homage to one of my favorite shows, Twin Peaks. Mm. And they recorded a lot of the stuff backwards and then played it forwards. Because they were in this dreamscape, yeah, which is kind of a theme of the thing today, which was also a nightmarescape. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I thought I'd try it. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a David Lynch shirt. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna do it. Oh yeah, like with him on it, or like no. <laughs> There's so much to choose. From. Mulholland Drive is one of my favorites. Yeah, I love. Have you watched the? Uh, I guess you have, right? Because didn't the Twin Peaks originally was just like a movie? Like, no, it was. They uh, he got like contracted to make a TV show, so oh, he, okay. they made the show first. Is the first then, couple of episodes just like really long? I think the first one might be like an hour and a half or something. Mm, okay. You know, like a two-hour network right. show with commercials. Um, but they did the first season. Which was like 24 episodes. Second season, I think, was 10. Mm. And it didn't really conclude. But there was like something where one of the girls came back and said, like, like I'll see you again in 20 years. Yeah. Something like that. 20 years later, they came out with the Twin Peaks The Return. Mm. In between that, they had uh, Fire Walk With Me, which was like a prequel to the whole story that's the movie oh okay but i think they did it as it wasn't a theatrical release it was like an hour and a half long episode Mm -hmm. yeah but i never saw that rj yes do you dream do you dream i am a dreamer you are a dreamer Mm -hmm. okay some may call you a dreamer (laughs) (laughs) um do you have nightmares often i don't remember the okay so then What is it? Lucid dreaming. Yeah. So I know that it's a dream. Mm -hmm. My brother talks to me about this and he's like, literally, I know it's a dream. So I'm like, oh, the bad guy is coming. I'm going to give myself a rocket launcher. Does he do this in the dream? Yes. Your brother talks to you in your dream? Yes. It's like a dreamception. (laughs) It's a brother thing. (laughs) (laughs) Where me, like, I know that it's a dream. I'm like, I know you're not real. You're just a shadow person. But you're still scary. I don't like you. Shadow people. Yeah. That sounds a little racist. A little racist. <laughs> Shadow people. We don't tell to them. Steal my wallet. <laughs> I see what you're saying. I don't so. often have nightmares now. Yeah. Like I don't have much. Like yeah. I the random I think the only nightmare that I have weirdly is like, oh, I forgot to do my assignment. Mm-hmm. I have a math project due by the... And then I wake up and I'm like, I have not been in school for a long ass time. Which is yeah. like a bad dream. Yeah. It's just literally, yeah, yeah. it's like anxiety. I'm just kind of, you get yeah. panicked. Like, That's all I really I have. I don't think we get nightmares because we've been exposed as adults to, I mean, horror movies in general yeah. and actual like scary things have happened to us. Mm-hmm. COVID. So, I know, we're living a nightmare. <laughs> 
living in a nightmare world. I think the only nightmares that I've had, like in the last five years, have only been animal, like a, a snake or a spider. Mm. I think those are the only like nightmares that I'll have now. I have fought a giant spider pretty recently. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that was in the movie uh, Mandalorian. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No, that was just before that TV show. No, yeah. So that's probably why. You made eight legged freaks talking about that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that a porno? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude with eight dicks. <laughs> Helicopter. Dick. He was a shadow person. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Peter Pan's about, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so today is episode 21. Uh, this is my mix. Titled, Is This a Nightmare? Is this a nightmare? So it poses a question, which is, is this mix a dream for you? Or is it a nightmare for you? Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking about it. Yeah. I don't have an answer yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I came up with this idea for because I was listening to something and it was like there's a lot of songs about dreams, and I just yeah. went into Spotify, went into their search engine, and just typed in dream, and looked at all songs. Yeah, and then created a playlist from all the songs, mm-hmm. mostly because I wanted to make a mixtape that was from all different types of music, because I normally don't. Yeah, I normally make very specific all the music works together mixtape. Yeah. And this is you went the Devon route on this one. Yes. <laughs> uh, so this is. I think that this is all different genres of music. They're all five songs. I would say so. Yeah, yeah it might very be much argued so. between two and five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might get punched if you compared I, the two. I, I would <laughs> compare them. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. But definitely number one. There's nothing else like number one on this. That's true. That is. Or number three. Or number three. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. number four. Or number four. <laughs> <laughs> three and four, I could see touring together. <laughs> you know, Aftershock this is Festival. The weirdest clash of fan bases. Yeah. Forty <laughs> year old soccer moms. Yeah. <laughs> and then juggalos. <laughs> Um, yeah, I like dreams. I like things about dreams. Yeah. Um, I love Inception. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, yeah, you know. Weirdest thing. I didn't have dreams for years that I can remember, mm-hmm. at least. And then I started, um, well, the first time I noticed it was when I tried to quit smoking. I put mm-hmm. on these nicotine patches. Yeah. I had the craziest, most lucid dreams that I've ever had. Yeah. Like, I put on two one night just to see if I could, like, control my dreams. <laughs> like, it was close. I am the dream master. I almost had telekinesis. <laughs> it was sick. But also, like, um, there was some medication I took, too. It was like a blood pressure medication. And then ever since then, I got, my dreams are back. Like, yeah. In vivid detail, like, mm. every night. Super weird. Yeah. Like, wow. do you guys dream every night? No. They say I you take do. Sleepy stuff every night. They say yeah. you dream every night. It's just I took, you don't remember when I did sleepy stuff. Like it, it kind of got rid of my dreams for yeah. a while. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, because you sleep so good. I know it's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. So uh, I think the, and just with the whole REM cycle and everything, in the state of dreaming itself, 
I feel like most of the dreams that I do remember, like, you know, you go to sleep, I'll wake up to go to the bathroom, get something to drink, go back to sleep, then wake up like an hour later to, for work. And in between that time is when I'm like, oh, that a dream just happened. Right. Yeah. Because you wake up to remember mm-hmm. it and then sooner yeah. than you. So wake. I think like yeah. literally when you go to bed at night, you might be like, oh, he's going to have seven dreams tonight. But you only remember the last one. And Arja has a degree in psychology. So that is a fact. <laughs> mm, <laughs> On average, people have seven dreams. A seven night. <laughs> I've counted. I've been in everyone's room while they sleep. We did sleep studies with 100 patients. <laughs> without just, without just consent. Just Devin. Just, <laughs> just literally Devin. <laughs> <laughs> He's asleep. Time to go get my notebook. <laughs> if I woke up and you were taking notes, I'd be so fucking scared. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, all right. So, is this a nightmare? So, starting real off, quick. Yes. Did you know? First off, do you remember the band Cherry Pop and Daddies? No. <laughs> oh, they were the uh, Suit Suit Riot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So their name is Cherry Pop and Daddies. Dirty. Dirty. That's terrible. <laughs> they played at high school dances. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> they, they did Zoot Suit Riot. Zoot That's suit, it. Zoot Suit. <laughs> that Zoot Suit. <laughs> but they have 12 albums. What? Yeah. Just about popping cherries? Just about popping cherries <laughs> and suits. Like, who is subsidizing these people <laughs> i think it's a money laundering scheme yeah. i don't believe that people are listening to cherry pop and daddies i hope not well, they just lot, came out with music this cherry year pop and daddies out there. <laughs> that's, true. that's true they call themselves the hymens <laughs> <laughs> the hymen breaking fathers <laughs> um yeah yeah i love wet hot american summer yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so track number one off of Is This a Nightmare is In Dreams by In Dreams. Roy Orbison off of the album In Dreams from 1963. Roy Kelton Orbison was an American singer-songwriter musician known for his impassioned singing style, complex song structures, and dark emotional ballads. His music was described by critics as operatic, earning him the nickname the Caruso of rock or... The big O. The David Caruso of rock? Yeah. Like from CSI? <laughs> yeah. <Is that> <laughs> uh, many of Orbison's songs conveyed vulnerability at a time when most male rock and roll performers chose to project defiant masculinity. Um, In Dreams is the fourth LP from him uh, with Monument Records recorded at RCA Studios in Nashville. Um, it is named after the hit... Uh, 45 single in dreams which would go to number one on the australian single oh, yes. <laughs> all right australia's back <laughs> uh so the song in dreams is a song composed by him uh made in february 1963 became the title track off the album the song peaked in the billboard charts here in the united states at number seven um, it gained notability again in 1987 when Orbison released a re-recorded anthology of his greatest hits. Uh, the year prior, David Lynch had used the song provocatively in the thriller Blue Velvet. Oh! <laughs> yeah! That's the one where the dude finds the ear in the field. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> okay. So funny that you brought up Twin Peaks, because yeah. I knew this was going to come up. 
Oh. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. But the whole time I was thinking, I was like, this is a dreamy song. Yeah. But it could also be like a nightmarish song. Oh, like yeah. it has that quality to it. <laughs> Damn. Ooh, okay. Um, okay, yeah. David Lynch. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm a big song. I'm a I'm a fan of Roy Orbison. I don't know if I'm a huge fan. Um, I think I have some of his albums on vinyl, which I really like. I really yeah. like his company to the Traveling Wilburys because he has just such a distinct voice. Hmm. Um, to be able to add with Tom Petty and Bob Dylan and George Harrison. Um, yeah, RJ. Yes. Could you... I'm assuming you're not like an Orbison head. No, not I'm not. Orby. I'm could not you, an Orby. Before listening I'm not a big song, O. Could you name a Roy Orbison song? Um, I'm gonna, one other I'm going to say no, but looking it up, I'm like, oh, I know, yes. Yeah, yeah. it's Pretty Woman. Oh, okay. That's not the one I was thinking of. Oh, okay. I was thinking of, uh, it's another very operatic sounding one. Yeah. But I forgot the name of it. Mm. Huh. Yeah, I'm not sure. So I've heard that song many, many times. Yeah. Like, uh, it's a fantastic, you know, it's like from that era. And, you know, I think if you think about that song and then think about this one, you're like, oh, it's his voice. I hear it now. Yeah. Wow. Very specific voice for the time era. Mm. I know it's awesome that he just, like, rocks sunglasses. That was like his look, was that he just had sunglasses on all the time. Mm-hmm. Huh. And like Johnny Cash was like the man in black who just wore black all the time. Yeah. Or Everson wore black too, but he just rocked sunglasses. So he's well. cooler than Johnny Cash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he didn't fucking die. <laughs> Wait, did he die? Roar Orbison? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's what stopped the traveling Wilburys. Uh, oh. Roar Orbison's death. Okay. Yeah. Um, have you guys seen The Water Boy? Whoa, 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 yes. water boy. <laughs> yeah. So my friend Sean has been trying to convince me that eventually I want to do it, but my wife is very against it, which is to get a tattoo of Roar Orbison on our butts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From the water boy. Sean yes. is set on it. Oh, I'm okay goodness. to do it. My wife is very against it. Or what about getting a tattoo of the guy from the movie that has the tattoo Ooh, on his ass? Henry Winkler? Henry Winkler. <laughs> getting the Fonz with the tattoo on the Fonz's ass on your ass. Yeah. Like him pulling down his like boxers or something like that to reveal it. Did you? Okay. Did you watch Hubie Halloween? No. Okay. I got through like 10 minutes of it. He's and building a universe, though. I know that. Okay. <laughs> but the universe he's building is—it seems like it's based on the Waterboy esque stuff. And yeah. I've realized that Adam Sandler's just been getting getting by playing a retarded guy for yeah. like thirty years exactly. now, and almost nobody every said one of his movies. Yeah, yeah, he's just a retarded guy. <laughs> like Billy Madison, he's just a rich retarded guy. <laughs> then Waterboy, he puts on—he goes half retard on that. Yeah, well, Waterboy is a tragic tale about a young boy who's told that his father has died due to dehydration. So he dedicates his Mm -hmm. life to water to ensure people don't die from dehydration. Very sad story. Very Very sad story. But I mean, Gatorade has serious anger problems that almost killed a guy with his hockey skate. Mm -hmm. What's the, the adopting one? Big daddy. Yeah. What about that one? Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a loser that steals a child. He's a (laughs) child sex trafficker. Almost. Okay. Okay. 
you know, he attempts in front of him. Oh, yeah, that's day. true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is a sex offender at the least. Yeah. He's, He's promoting abuse. For this child. He tries to knock over team. skaters. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's Taking advantage of foreign people. Con- yeah, the Greek dude. That's really Rob Schneider. Yeah, name was Rob Schneider. You like Filipinos? You <laughs> like them? <laughs> I mean, that's cultural appropriation. <laughs> Can't play a Greek, can you? He played a Hawaiian also in no, the Fifty First Day. What's one of the newer ones that we watched? Where he's like the jewelry guy, Uncut Gems. So yeah. fucking good. Love you that saw movie. that? Yeah. <laughs> What the fuck? Sometimes you play a movie and I live there, so I kind of just watch it with you. I never played that. You played that. No. Yes. <laughs> we'll have this discussion afterwards. Okay, no, Maybe I didn't he watched play it that. in his dreams. Yeah. <laughs> in dreams. You probably fell asleep, and I'm like, I'm going to do this for the study and push play. <laughs> I did not start that movie. I love that movie. I wanted to it's see it. It's very hectic. That's what I've heard from everybody. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think a movie can make me feel like. It Anxious. makes you feel at home. Really? Oh, yeah. That's my huh. element. When I've got okay. so many spinning plates, uh, that's where I do my best work. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So what did you guys think of the song? Oh, I liked it. Yeah? Yeah. I'd heard it before, mm-hmm. but I, it was one of those songs that was in, you know, I think it's probably even a few movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's a super good song, and like I said, it could be dreamish, it could be nightmarish, mm-hmm. so it reminded me of, like, it could be used in that scene uh, with the Bob Dylan song and Big Lebowski. Oh, yeah. You know, sure. like, something like that, like, floating off to sleep, mm-hmm. like, it's okay, come into dreamland, <laughs> everything's gonna be just fine. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a good intro track. RJ? So I, I see the, the dream and the nightmare side of it. Didn't think about that before until like now. And I like that. I, I like that because the whole song, it, it fits the era that it came from. Um, while listening to it, I kind of just felt like Elvis and stuff like that with the way that they present yeah. themselves and the song and the style. Yeah. And I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was a good song. Nice. It did make me want to listen more, more Roy Orbison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just want to see what he's all about. Like a lot of those older guys that we don't, go back and listen to like hank williams i i know yeah. some of his songs but i've never like checked out a whole album we'll see. Yeah. yeah that's exactly what happened i went into uh his like top tracks went to go push play today and i was like pretty woman yeah oh, 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 okay yeah, i didn't know that he did that I was like, all right cool that's yeah. crazy that's cool i like that <laughs> yeah yeah all right so coming off of Roar Everson, we transition into a different genre of music yeah We've got Just Playing Dreams by The Notorious B.I.G. Yeah. Off the album Ready to Die. Uh, Christopher George Latour Wallace, better known as a mm. stage name than Notorious B.I.G., Biggie Smalls, or simply Biggie, American rapper and songwriter, uh, rooted in the New York rap scene and gangster rap traditions. He is considered one of the greatest rappers of all time. The Notorious B.I.G. became known for his distinctive, laid-back lyrical delivery offsetting the lyrics' often grim content and his own intimidating appearance. His music was often semi-autobiographical, telling of hardship and criminality, but also of debauchery and celebration. Uh, Ready to Die is a debut studio album from him. came out in 1994 off of Bad Boys. Bad Boys. Uh, the album features production by Young Cheddar, 
Bad Boy founder Sean Puffy Combs. Sean P. Diddy Puffy Puff Daddy Combs. <laughs> Easy Mo B. and Chucky Thompson. Oh, Chucky. Um, among others. Uh, Ready to Die peaked at number 15 on the Billboard's 200. Um, three singles were released from the album. Juicy, Big Papa, and One More Chance. Um, Just Playing Dreams is a promotional single by American hip-hop artist Notorious B.I.G. in 1994. It was produced by Rashad Smith. Although the song does not appear on the original pressing of Ready to Die, it appears on the 2004 remastered version. Um, So I had not heard this song before. Okay. Before, because I saw it when I was searching through Spotify and Dreams, I was like, oh, Notorious B.I.G. And then I was like, oh, I don't think I've heard that song. And then I clicked on it, and I was like, it's on Ready to Die. That's weird. Because Ready to Die is like the the it's album the that album. I've heard the most from him. Yeah. Right? For most people, it's probably mm-hmm. the same way. Yeah. And I listened to it, and I was like, oh, fuck. Is this like my new favorite Biggie Small song? <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've heard it, but yeah. I don't think I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was nice to find out that it wasn't like it's not on the album. It was just a single that came out. So people had heard it, um, and then it, uh, because of Spotify and stuff it's, like that. Yeah, it's so probably in like deluxe versions. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is what's cool, RJ. I don't know if you dove into this, but there's a little bit of a background with this song, which is really interesting. Um, so in 1996, Lil Kim song. Dreams Freestyle sampled the lyrics of Just Playing on her debut studio album, Hardcore. In 2015, rapper Young M.A. dropped her Dreams Freestyle from her debut 13-track mixtape, Sleepwalkin'. And in 2018, rapper Nicki Minaj sampled the song for her studio album, Queen, in the song, Barbie Dreams. So, I wouldn't say she even sampled it. No, she's just, I'd say she took the song yeah. <laughs> and then rapped over yeah. it. Yeah. So what's super interesting is with this song, you've got some very, some might consider misogynist lyrics. Well, he talks about <laughs> being willing to go to jail for raping Patty LaBelle. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's borderline misogynist. Yeah. This is a different time. Yeah. Different time. <laughs> yeah. But it's also like, it's the most. I'm a fuck Halle Berry. <laughs> yeah. It's the most comedic gangster rap song I've yeah. heard. You know, because it's yeah. funny. Like, yeah. He's making jokes. Yeah. But it. Hold your has... horses. I'm going to show you who the boss of intercourse is. <laughs> His Sick. delivery is so Biggie Smalls and gangster yeah. rap that it's like, it's funny how funny the lyrics are, but it's just he's so hard with his delivery. Yeah. And then, yeah. so you've got a guy doing that, and then you've got. Um, I don't know Young M.A., but you've got Lil' Kim and Nicki Minaj who are doing... Two bad bitches. ...female versions of this song. And the Nicki Minaj song is just talking about how she's she's basically saying the same thing that Biggie Smalls is saying, but from a female, similar to, like, WAP. Yeah. And it's... I can't think of another example of this. I'm sure it's out there. I was just listening to Rogan the other day with mm-hmm. Donnell Rawlings, and they were talking about the same exact subject. Yeah. And he brought up Scrubs. Oh, like, right. And Pigeon. But, what? Pigeons. Pigeons. That's the male version. No shit. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know what they were talking about, and I yeah. had, like, I was going to look it up, but. Yeah, yeah. I remember when the Pigeon song came out. It was pretty dope. Really? <laughs> but there are a bunch of these songs, like, kind of call and response songs, right. but where they use the actual track. Yeah. 
and then just somebody else raps over it. But I don't know what they are. I don't remember what they are. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird idea because it's like if Led Zeppelin comes out with a song about fucking a lady and then Hart comes out with the same song about fucking a dude. Yeah, with like, the same instrumentation. Same, yeah, same everything. Yeah. It's like it's such a weird concept that can only really happen in rap and hip hop, I guess. Yeah, Sam, it's on a sample because you're just basically taking the There's, same beat, yeah. taking the track. But you're taking the same concept of the lyrics. It's not just like mm. taking yeah. the same beat. Like yeah. you're just you're taking the same concept and just flipping the. She even had similar like lyrical structures, yeah, like the exactly. way that she would rhyme stuff. Yeah, which was I mean, impressive because, yeah, B. I. Biggie had like an interesting way to rhyme. Yeah. Which I think he was notorious for, <laughs> and uh, yeah, she pulled it off really well on that. Like, I want to call it a cover. Yeah, I guess it's just her own song. I guess. Yeah, I don't know what to call. Can it. you call that a cover? Because you can change do, the lyrics in a cover. Yeah. yeah. Do rappers cover other rappers? Is I think it, that's what they do when they cover other. Rappers. That sounds weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But okay, let's start off with the transition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got Roy Orbison into this funky bass line, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Were you guys pro funky bass line transition? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. For RJ. me. So at first, I I think I, I've never been a huge fan of, of Biggie Smalls. Really? Just, I, I like Tupac. I like the West Coast. I like Dr. Dre. I like Snoop okay, Dogg, and then right it, then no. it then it turned into Eminem, and I like that group. I know Eminem low post. he wears his dickies. Yes, very He's much. West so. Coast. Don't put Eminem in yeah, the same yeah, yeah. conversation but, but, as West Coast rappers. But he joined that genre later on, like up in Smoke Tour, further down the line. But anyway, with them. It's so funny with like East Coast and West Coast because like Biggie to me doesn't sound like other West Coast or East Coast rappers. He doesn't like he's not like he has his own style. Yeah, exactly. He like belongs to me with the Ice Cubes. Like they have a similar delivery and and style. Yeah, today is a good day. Sounds very like that lyrical style sounds very similar to Biggie Small song. There's something about the like the beats that they sample. Mm on east coast rap but around that time i can't think of too many other popular east coast rappers compared to the west coast which was just blown up yeah i think maybe nas was yeah, around nas, nas was, was a huge one, yeah, yeah. He was giant um, illmatic yeah and i don't know of anything else from from that era from the east coast yeah they were Puff Daddy. notable Puff Daddy. Yeah. mop was one of them but the i don't the woo the woo yeah yeah Mm-hmm. The woo, the woo, okay, yeah, yeah. There's lots of them. It's just that I don't think that they left as much as an impact over the decades. No, you know, no. Yeah. So yeah, into the 2000s, Eminem. Besides that, we know. Um, <laughs> but I think that was the downfall of American civilization. <laughs> Ninety nine happened, and he's yeah. like, "I'm going to release my first album." <laughs> Hi, my name is. But um, prior yeah. to that. I enjoyed the other rappers from that, and I think it's just I never, because I never got into P Diddy either or Puff Daddy. I, I never liked him, as you can see. Go back to listen to the Mariah Carey thing. Yeah. Um. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But Biggie, I I've heard his radio songs. I listened to this album, yeah. and I was just like, all right, I get it. 
and I just never really? latched on. But yet again, it could have been the time when I'm just like, hey, I'd like West Coast better. I yeah. could have just been biased, didn't want to really pay attention. What about in 2020? If I listen to it and out, I'd probably appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I haven't done it for years, but maybe I will with the deluxe version of it and just with this track. Yeah. This track in general came off, and I was like, Notorious B.I.G., eh. And then the two, three times I listened to it, I was like, I absolutely love the little riff they have in there. Yeah. And it's so catchy, and I loved it, and I loved his flow over it, and just kind of the way, I was like, this is a great song. I, I love this. It's fun. There's something about his delivery that's incredibly refreshing to me. It's about one to two, I was like, I, I got jazzed. I was like, this is yeah. so fun. Yeah, I don't know what it is about him that's like, it's refreshing because it's old, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. But there's no one that sounds like him. It, it's the delivery of his. It, it's like the timbre in his uh, the rhymes, the yeah. rhyme scheme. Like in that example, that hold your horses. I'm gonna show you who the boss of intercourse is. Yeah. Like it, the rhyme structure is not like A B A B. Like it's completely different. MF Doom does something uh, similarly. Like hmm. a lot of people think he's the best rap lyricist just because he's. He has a much more prolific career, mm-hmm. but they're similar in a way. Like words that shouldn't rhyme together, he kind of fits to rhyme together. Yeah, and there's something conversational about what he's saying. Yeah, where it's not like forced rhymes. It's like I'm saying these things to you when they just happen to rhyme. You know? Yeah, that's a that that makes me think. It also sounds believable. Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense, but like I think he would rape Patty Labelle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just what he's saying. I believe him and what he's saying, mm-hmm. and it's like it's the same thing with Tupac. Like Tupac, I believe him in his lyrics. Yeah, right? but there's other rappers that like I don't believe what you're saying. You're just making up shit. Yeah, <laughs> chingy. <laughs> See, I wish the whole feud thing didn't happen, and you just had it for music. And that would have been fantastic because yeah. each one of them have their own style, their own viewpoints of the world. And I was like, I like that because you're just telling me your story. Yeah. Did Biggie and Tupac get shot at the same time? Uh, Tupac no. got shot, then Biggie got killed yeah. afterwards. Because Tupac was Vegas. Yeah. And Biggie's East Coast. He, I think he. That's shady. All right. I got to <laughs> look into this now. Yeah. Have you watched the, what? Uh, it was the award show. Um, what was that? Uh, the rap uh, awards that they had back then. Um, anyways, the, source it, awards, the, the source awards. Yes, yeah. Tupac yeah. came back. Yeah, that's where like the that was at Coachella. The big like <laughs> no no happened. Uh, they someone booed someone, and I think they booed Snoop Dogg. Maybe I can't remember, but that's when I was just like, oh no. Was that when PDD? Yes, this guy got arrested for shooting somebody. Yes, yeah. yeah. Or no, that was yeah, yeah. I think it happened again. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, so we go from the notorious Big to, to the notorious. Some might say, <laughs> might refer to him as a gentle lover. Yeah, <laughs> I'd agree with that. Probably, <laughs> we've got dreaming with a broken heart, roses in my hand. Mm. <laughs> Uh, by John Mayer off of Continuum. Uh, so we've already talked about John Mayer. I don't know how many times at this point. Not enough. And Continuum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Dreaming with a Broken Heart 
Uh, came out, was released in 2007. The single entered the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. Um, it also peaked on the adult top 40 at number eight, making it Mayer's eighth single to enter the top 10. Um, Billboard called the song another bullseye from that rare singer-songwriter who has proved to be a cinch for success. I don't know how they phrase that. Um, in 2007, the song was featured prominently in the Trey Wiggs Taps Back episode, a second season episode for the CWBET comedy television series, The Game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mia Michaels choreographed a contemporary routine with Twitch. uh, Oh, Twitch from SYTCYD? Yeah, Mia Michaels. She's one of the choreographers from the show. Oh, um, so this is CWBT dance show? To the song for the fourth season of So You Think You Can Dance. <sighs> oh, okay. Yeah. Separate show. The CWBT was. Yes, two different TV shows. Got it. <laughs> you said the title and it just went right over my head. And then I heard Twitch and I was like, oh, shit. And then someone named Penn Masala covered the song. Hmm. I don't even know who they are. Um, yeah, so when I was scrolling through Spotify <laughs> and I was like, I got to put one for Devin on this mix. And I listened to the song and I had heard it before and it's just a good song. It's a good song. (laughs) It's a good song. Now, how did you feel? Let's talk about transition. I think it works. Yeah. Yes. I might have moved the position of this. Ooh. Yeah. You don't like this as a palate cleanser, huh? Well, the rest of it, like the rest of <laughs> it makes so many emotions. From yeah. This. So, so remember this is this a nightmare? called, is this a nightmare? Yes. Which means that so far we've started in this ethereal, like I don't mm-hmm. know what's happening here. Yeah. And then it's like, Oh, I'm having a sex dream. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm fucking. Yeah. Right. And then we come into this, and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm just, Dream I'm just It's kind of sad, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, I'm getting sad. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> that concept, yes. For listenability, maybe would have put it last. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You want to go out on this one. I That's, do. Okay. That might be personal. You want to go into the forever dream. I want to wake up happy. I don't want to wake up. Sad and angry, <laughs> like I did if this was a dream nightmare. Yeah. RJ? The whole... Uh, okay. <laughs> I try to grasp on to, you know, one, two, three, four, five, the order of it and how everything is organized. I mean, I don't hate this in the middle because I, I enjoyed this song. It is a nice palate cleanser, but then we don't... Cleanse my palate afterwards. <laughs> and like I tried. I tried really hard to be like, cool, but this is a good song. I like the song. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this is a good song. song. From two to three, yeah. it works. It, it works. It's one of those John Mayer songs where it's not like like this doesn't show like, oh, John Mayer's such a good guitarist. No, there's a like, rad solo in this. It's fine. 
it's fine. It's but like when I say stuff like, "Oh yeah, John Mayer is a great guitarist," people would bring up like this song and be like, "Really? We're daughters? You fucking bitch!" Like it's a good song. It's a good song, but like it is just a radio song. Yeah, it's just a good radio song. Yeah, yeah, it's just a classic song. Yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So as we're drifting into this dream, dream into the heart. forever dream, like I'm comfortable right now. I feel <laughs> I'm, I'm content. I it don't want to fall asleep with roses. In my yeah, yeah. And then you hear, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> give me fuel. Give me fire. Give me that much. <laughs> I'm like, what God. are you doing in my room? <laughs> Do you remember? Or I don't know if you watched when Metallica was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Right. When they do that, they have people that cover Metallica songs or the artist songs when they get inducted. Yeah. Guess who covered Fuel? I hope Puddle of Mud or Seether, fucking Head P or POD or Avril Lavigne. What? I'm not even kidding. It's the weirdest thing in the world because she's like, give me fuel, give me fire. <laughs> like she's out of breath already. Give me that with Johnny Skater Boy. <laughs> skater Boy. Wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, after John Mayer, you hear, a doom, 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 doom. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think I would have been happier if there was, it was just an, like a, you know, without him singing. Like just it was, the music? If it was an instrumental. instrumental. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I would have been, been like, it's fine. I'm in a weird, like upbeat dream still. Then, do you, oh, so do you not like old Metallica? It's all like right. Ride the Lightning, right? It's, it's all right. I think I just hate them, just to hate them. I agree, <laughs> like I do. But then I listen to like Kill 'Em All, and I listen to Ride because the Lightning they do have like, like that thrash metal stuff. Sick. They but do. Have they're the, not sick. Those well, albums is, are sick. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have like the thrash metal. Well, this stuff. is like and the I, transitional and album. Yeah. yeah, this is the one. <laughs> this is the one, the one that contains all the hits. <laughs> yeah. Hush, little baby. Don't say a word. Never mind. I'd rather listen to Saint Anger. <laughs> Saint Anger was better than the Black Album. I'll say it right you now. You know what's funny is that what you just said mm-hmm. is not uncommon with Metallica heads. Really? With people that liked them from the beginning. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because like a lot of Metallica heads love Saint Anger, and I always make fun of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. no, it's not a good album. <laughs> like, but neither is this. <laughs> like this is not good. This is all the hits, though. All right, so Metallica, heavy metal band. The band was formed in 1981 in L.A. by vocalist, guitarist James Hetfield, and drummer Lars Ulrich. Um, and has been based in San Francisco for most of its career. The band's fast tempos, instrumentals, and aggressive musicianship made them one of the founding big four bands of thrash metal alongside Megadeth, Anthrax, and Slayer. Slayer! Now, if I was looking at all four of these, Mm -hmm. I would put Metallica at number four. Um, Yeah, I'm not as familiar with Megadeth, but... Megadeth has some hits. I prefer Megadeth. I'd probably prefer Megadeth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd probably agree with you. Put Slayer at number one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen Slayer. They're, they do a good show. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Them and Marilyn Manson. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> <laughs> so Metallica, they've had a lot of different lineups. 
uh, in their band. Uh, so this album is more commonly known as the Black Album, mm-hmm. right? The Shadow the, Album. The, on my last, <laughs> on my last mixtape, we talked about the Beatles' White Album. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about Metallica. Ooh, they went dark with it. <laughs> How creative! Uh, it's the fifth studio album from them, released in 1991 through Elektra Records. It was recorded in an eight-month span at one-on-one recording studios in LA. The recording of the album was troubled, however, and during production, the band frequently came into conflict with their new producer, Rob Rock. Uh, The album marked a change in the band's sound from the thrash metal style of the previous four albums to a slower, heavier, one-rooted-in-heavy metal. Metallica promoted Metallica with a series of tours. They also released five singles. Enter Sandman, The Unforgiven, Nothing Else Matters, <laughs> Wherever oh, I May Roam, and Sad But True. Oh, Sad But True. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but wasn't one in Fade to Black on this album, too? Uh, I, I feel like so. every song on this album was <laughs> on the radio. Uh, Enter Sandman was the first song Metallica had written for this album. Uh, Metallica's songwriting at the time was done mainly by rhythm guitarists James Hetfield and Lars Orch. Ork. Um, let's see here. Orch's house in Berkeley, California was used for the purpose. Enter Sandman evolved from a guitar riff that Hammett wrote after being inspired by Soundgarden's 1989 album Louder Than Love. <laughs> Originally, the riff was two bars in length, but Orch suggested that the first bar be played Three times. <laughs> uh, the instrumental parts of the song were quickly finished, but Hetfield did not come up with the vocal melodies and lyrics for a long time. Uh, Hetfield felt that Enter Sandman sounded catchy and kind of commercial, and so to counterbalance the sound, he wrote lyrics about destroying the perfect family, a huge horrible secret in a family that included references to crib death, for the first time in Metallica's history, however, Ulrich produce and producer Bob Rock told Hetfield that they felt he could write better lyrics. Nevertheless, according to Ulrich, the song was the foundation, the guide to the whole record, even before it had lyrics. Um, so this is like uh, on one of Devin's mixtapes. I asked, I think it was one of Devin's mixtapes. I asked, when you're driving down the road, right, radio's up. Mm-hmm. Windows are down, right? Yep. And you come to a stop. Oh, this was mine. This is the uh, the hits. Yes. Yes. Okay. The hits. Yeah. You might be embarrassed and you might turn down the radio. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I feel like all of Metallica is that way for me. Like, I can't like Metallica. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree if it weren't for Ride the Lightning. Yeah. And certain songs... On Master of Puppets. Master! Master! Master of Puppets! They put a string! But that Call of the Cthulhu song is so yeah. fucking sick. <laughs> um, Ride the Lightning, uh, Kill Em All had some good ones. Like their old stuff, I would listen to because it's fucking I trash. I like metal. the old stuff. Yeah, only like the original <laughs> stuff when Cliff Burton was in the band. Um,. But yeah, I would turn this down or off. I would turn this <laughs> off if this came on. 
This is like a 98 uh, rock staple. It is. So <laughs> yeah. I literally. Like, oh shit, the power went down. What do we do? Just play Enter Sandman on the megaphone. <laughs> They'll hear it. They'll so, talk to us. I mean, just to throw credit to the mix, I feel like there's times where I'd be driving and I have this playing and I pull up to a stop sign and I look over and somebody's like, yeah, brother. Oh, they give you the devil yeah, horns. Like the yeah. devil horns looks at me, long hair, like you know, slick back hat or like a like a bandana, and I'm oh, just like, mm. yeah. and they're always walking because they all have DUIs. <laughs> <laughs> and now we have this interaction, and I yeah. just roll up my window and turn it down so we don't have to talk anymore. That's how I quit. That's how I quit vaping. <laughs> I was driving my Subaru and I was vaping one of those little yes. vape cartridges. Yeah. I pulled up next to another guy with a beard so I did. and a Subaru, and he's like, fucking clouds, bro. <laughs> and he blew out vape, and I was like, you are me? And this is what I look like to the rest of the world, and I need yeah. to change my image. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So we listened to Metallica after that. Yeah. <laughs> he probably would. Yeah, I've never, I've never been, like, able – I've never been comfortable expressing – if I liked a Metallica song, as long as I can remember, yeah, because there's always been the guy on the periphery who spoils it for you, mm-hmm. right? No. That's similar to, especially now. So, like in like everyone knows of the character, the Punisher from Marvel, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to like the Punisher now because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, over the years it was like, okay, you see the redneck in the truck. Big lifter truck, Punisher sticker on the back window. Okay, yeah. we got that. And then eventually it's like, oh, okay, we got the Punisher logo with Trump hair on it. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. And then now we just got the Proud Boys. And yeah. they just. Oh, it's have- a Punisher logo with a blue line? Yeah. <laughs> what? You combine them? And it's like, well, fuck, I can't like the Punisher yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> you know why that is? Mm. It's so fucking stupid. The. The uh, American Sniper guy from the movie, oh, Chris yeah. Kyle. Yeah. He liked the Punisher or had like the Punisher tattoo or something. Mm. So every time somebody gets that sticker, it's like, we remember you, Chris Kyle, <laughs> American hero. You shot brown people. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> it's so fucking well, weird. It's so funny that like the Punisher sticker goes along with like, other stickers that are on a car normally yeah like the little kid pissing on the thing <laughs> like there's always that sticker <laughs> pissing on libtards yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah um there's always a not my president obama sticker that's still on there <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, bush 2000 yeah <laughs> um but yeah so like metallica it's like i don't know if i could go ever to a metallica concert Mm. I don't think I could ever do that. If I had free tickets and a lot of drugs, I'd go. <laughs> Other than that, no. Yeah. See, uh, Metallica would be on, and that's when I'd go get a beer. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're headlined, RJ. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd, <laughs> I mean, be, out. I'd be out. I'd be out. So you just go home. You'd yeah. go for Slipknot? For just that they're the opening band? <laughs> they got like three drummers. I'd definitely go see Slipknot. <laughs> I guess so does the Blue Man group, though. <laughs> Um. So I gotta ask, when you guys listen to this mix, how many times did you just skip this song? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I okay. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> it's not exactly what you're looking for. 
I listened to the song. I skipped the last song many, many times. I'm like, cool. Oh, one to four. Really? Yes. Your boy. Yeah. I got, I got mad. One hundred percent agree. I I was I did like the cool. same thing. Kirk Kirk, what's his name? Kirk Hammett. I'm like, you can play the so guitar. So you'd rather That's listen fine. to Fade to Black over on repeat, mm-hmm. fuck yeah, than to just listen. Fuck yeah. All right. If you look at my history, just being around this area, 98 Rock. That's our yeah. rock station around here, right? So you were just ready to rock out. Every I listened to 98 Rock probably half my life. Yeah. 102.5. I was like eh, a little smidge. Yeah. That was my rap era that i went through Your that was minor era that was my nelly yeah 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 Your boy yeah i listen, I only to, listen to one through five when i'm hanging out with shadow people then i went to 105 <laughs> one that's and that was my little we'll that. i think that's my country time that i went through yeah mm-hmm. really yeah huh. it's kenny chesney time it's just kenny chesney that's all you listen <laughs> all to. i know <laughs> mud on the tire but yeah i agree the it's a uh, sexual in- innuendo <laughs> I don't think mud on the tires is sexual. <laughs> Get a little well, mud on my tires. Is balls? About, no, it's about anal, right? Yeah, just <laughs> the tires is balls or is dick. Twenty twenty, we all go butt to butt. It'd be the dick, but yeah. that's weird. That's a weird analogy. No, a little mud on the tires, a little mud on the ring. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's like saying you got some sauce on my meatballs, and the meatballs are my dick. Sauce on my you meatballs. Just, you could say I got mud on my muffler. <laughs> that sounds like you're taking a shit. Though. Yep. So this one I I skipped a couple times, okay. but it's I, I listened to this some a couple times as well. Yep. I never skipped this one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was. I didn't like it. I did it not just, like it at all. It was on, but then I was like, "Yeah, I'm in a nightmare now." Like this is the song. Like <laughs> it was this okay. Is the song from three to four. I'm like, "This is our." Oh damn it! We're here. Yeah, again. yeah. <laughs> we're here again. Well, it's it gets to a point in the beginning where I'm like, "Fuck!" I know it's Metallica. And I'm like, "Well, let's see if I can tolerate it." And it's like a hostage yeah. negotiation. We're <laughs> like, "How many uh-huh. times uh-huh. can you listen to this before you break?" And then it gets to the next song. <laughs> Yeah. I usually drink from three to four. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, F- four. It, like I don't like, want to feel anymore after this. I can listen to. It. I can tolerate it. The only notes I have for number five, it just says, <laughs> "Get this shit out of my face." That's all it has. That's all it says on my phone. I don't have anything else to say about it. I don't know what the song sounds like. I know Nelly is in it, and that's that's it. I heard it. I listened to it all the way through. <laughs> I don't like it. I did it one time. No, one time. So when I was so... Okay, so track number five is Just a Dream <laughs> from Nelly off the album 5.0 from 2010. And every time I made multiple versions of this mix, I would take Nelly off and I'd be like, no, it just needs, it just needs to be on this mix. It does. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Um, so Cornell Errol Haynes Jr., Better known by his stage name, <laughs> Nelly. He's an American rapper, singer, songwriter, entrepreneur, investor, occasional actor hmm. from St. Louis, Missouri. Nelly embarked on his music career with Midwest hip-hop group St. Lunatics in 1993 and signed to Universal in 1999. I did not know yet Nelly was that old. Hmm. When country grammar come out, like two thousand one, 
It was no, it was probably two thousand or ninety nine. Um, under Universal, Nelly oh, began his solo nine. career in the year two thousand with his debut album Country Grammar, two thousand, of which featured title track and single "Ride with Me." You fan, RJ? I was. <laughs> you got to realize, right prior to that, 1999, Eminem's first album came out. God, you were just like in this musical hell. I was 102.5, 103.5, and occasionally 107.9 before they made people the drink end. water. Before yeah. they made people drink water and got sued. Yeah. <laughs> Hold your wee for a wee. That's stupid. Um, the album debuted at number three on the Billboard 200. And went on to peak at number one. Well, that's hot in here. Country Grammar is <laughs> Nelly's best-selling album to date. Uh, 5.0 is the sixth majors album from him. Um, this album features guest appearances from Kelly Rowland, Carrie Hilson, DJ Khaled, Baby, <laughs> Sophie Green, Ali, Plies, Chris Brown, T.I., Gotti, T-Pain, Akon Tao Kuali. Wow, all the worst people. <laughs> no, Tao Kuali is not Tao Kuali is fine. <laughs> Everybody else sucks. Um, uh, the album debuted at number 10 on the U.S. Billboard 200. Uh, Just a Dream is a song from him from the album. The song was written by Mitch, Jay, Nelly, Rico Love, and Jim Jonesen with Frank Romano. And I don't know what that means. Uh, the song was released in 2010 to iTunes stores. Uh, it was released alongside a promotional single, Tippin' in the Club. Uh, the song was certified triple platinum. What? The song is a triple platinum Damn. Nelly song. This song. This song. So much shit on the radio I don't know about. <laughs> so I've never heard the song before. No. <laughs> and it reminds me of like, if you're watching a movie, right? And let's say, so Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one is like a, a really great example of this. So Nightmare on Elm Street, all about dreams, right? Mm -hmm. The whole franchise is about it. They even have third ones about dream warriors, they build a mythology. They have dream masters. Eventually, it's pretty cool. Sick. Uh, but like at the end of the movie, it's like, oh, everything's all good. We're good. And then yeah. Freddy bitch pulls up in his Freddy mobile. Oh, and is just ready to fuck him up because they're still in a nightmare. Yeah. This song is like we're out of the nightmare. It's like Jason X comes yeah. out. The movie. <laughs> yeah. And it's like we beat Jason. <laughs> yeah. It was just a dream. Yeah. And then he fucking. Yeah. Boomerangs his machete through everybody's heads. <laughs> That's yeah. what the song reminds me of. It's like, yeah. oh, we've made it out of Fade to Black. Yeah. It's all good, right? It's Nelly. We're good, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so you guys skipped this song several times. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I didn't feel like there was anything at the end that I couldn't get from the beginning. So oh, I heard the yes. beginning and I was like, <laughs> the beat it. comes on. Next. <laughs> yeah. I was like, cool. Yeah, it's just a dream. Wear band-aids under my eyes. Cool. I know I'm confusing this with another song. Mm. I believe it's a Wiz Khalifa song. Oh. No. Same but thing. I literally heard this, and I'm like, cool, this is the song they made for the uh, Fast and the Furious movie when the guy died. Yeah, it reminds me of that song. And I'm like, wait, oh. this is a different song. Yeah. This is not Wiz Khalifa. And I'm like, yep, still hate the song. <laughs> um, it's it just... I. I it was still a nightmare. It, it did fit that. Yeah. And. I agree. I. I yeah. <laughs> it's very nightmarish. 
I have I, I, I did not like this song. <laughs> yep. No. So you would have liked it more if it had to do with Paul Walker's death? No. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Go with me. Just, just you Such know. Such an honest answer. Prior no. to this, it fits as a nightmare, and I hate that I rated it like that. But I did not like the song. It, it's everything that a pop rap song would be. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it is. They, it did a great job of that. Good job, Nelly. Yeah, Congrats. if you rate it as a song, zero out of ten. Yes. And if you rate it within the mix, it makes more sense in the mix. If you right? rate it as yeah, a yeah, popular yeah. song, you made your millions. Ten out of ten. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have... Maybe we track number two, but this is the first time that I've made a mixtape that I have no love for at least four of the songs. Yeah. Like, even the Roar of the song, it's like, oh, that's cool. Like, but I'm yeah. not in love with it. I think yeah. it's more of a, let's see what Mayer happens. Song, it's yeah. like, it's fine, but I'm not in love with it. I mean, I'd probably say it's the best song on the mix. <laughs> just throwing that out there. What do you want and to agree with me? The last songs fine. are just songs that I don't need to listen to ever. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yep. See, okay. So, Country Grammar 2000, I think I maybe listened to his next one and haven't heard from him. Probably. Which one has all, all, must be the money? Is that? I, I don't if remember. You know, oh, Ride With Me. That's what it is. But, oh, yeah. Ride With Me. That's you, yeah. you had his Country Grammar that had a lot of his breakout hits. <laughs> and then I feel like it was he was just silent for years. All mm. of a sudden you hear this, it's hot and... I'm like, who's this? this? It's hot. I'm like, Nelly, you're still a thing? Yeah. So he came out with that, and then apparently with this album, which I had no clue, didn't pay attention to him for years. Take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take my clothes off. (laughs) That was during the same, that was in high school for me. And that would have been the same year that the, I don't know who made the song, but something about balls hitting the floor because they're hot and sweaty. Lil, Lil, Lil. Bloodhound Gang? Lil John. Is that a Lil John song? Yeah, mm-hmm. till the sweat drip down my balls. <laughs> oh, the ski, ski. Ski. oh, yeah, the ski. <laughs> From the windows to the wall. Yeah. yeah. What about uh, the Bloodhound Gang? Sweat, baby, sweat. Uh, I'm really. not a fan of comedy songs. Yeah, no, that is a RJ. comedy song. Yeah. <laughs> you know that Superman that host song by uh, Soldier Boy? Soldier Boy. Mm. You. Yes, it says Superman that hoe. Mm-hmm. You know what apparently that means? Mm. You jizz on a girl's back and flip her over, and the blanket gets stuck to her back like Superman. Ah, sick. Yeah, it's a tight <laughs> move. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that's Nelly. Um, <laughs> RJ has professed his love for Nelly on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm over him. Um, Sorry, Nelly. Devin has professed his love for John Mayer on the podcast. It's true. Still stands. He wants yeah. a Superman that home. I had, Superman I had home. one for you and one for you. Yeah. <laughs> true. Does that mean the other three are for you? <laughs> um, yeah, so for me, this mix is a nightmare. Yeah. It's, I'm not interested in this mix. Yeah. I'm not interested in revisit. Sometimes you might have a nightmare that's like, ooh, I was a little scared there. Maybe mm-hmm. I want to go revisit this nightmare, you know? Yeah. I don't. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it weren't for the ending, I might go back and revisit it and be like, oh, can I change the ending? You know? So if I just moved track number three to track number five. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Five out of five. (laughs) Five, three being at five, John Mayer being at five, 
would have made it happier for me, and I wouldn't have skipped. <laughs> oh, you track would have been forced. Yeah, I would have just been listening to it and been like, <laughs> "Okay, this is weird." Then we're gonna listen to Metallica, and then it's John Mayer, and it's a it's a good song, like, <laughs> and it would round it out. It would yeah. be like you like dip down, come back up. But I think the way that you organize it fits better. It doesn't make me want to listen to it again. <laughs> but for the theme, yeah. it it works. It works great because it lures you in with a false sense of security <laughs> for a lot of different people. Yeah. You know, and then it traps you at the end somehow <laughs> into a nightmarish hellscape yeah. that you can't escape from. Yeah. Like, have you seen Hellraiser? No, but no. I get the idea. Nails in his head. No, it's much more than that. Oh. Yeah, you should watch Hellraiser. Okay. I've been thinking about. I want to rewatch the thing, mm-hmm. and I want to go back to see some John Carpenter movies. Mm-hmm. Um, the first Hell, even the second Hellraiser is good, but the first Hellraiser is fantastic. Is it on that app, the Shutter? App? Shutter. Yeah, I think it's on. It might be on Prime as well. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting that Shutter app. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it might be worth it. It is. Yeah. Um. All right. So, what would you guys? Do you want to? rate <laughs> <laughs> i'll rate it yeah let's yeah. rate it let's rate it uh concept wise i liked it it fit it fit the theme of it mm-hmm. and i'm gonna give it a 3.8 out of 5 oh 3.8 yeah because i can listen <laughs> to three of the songs and that what means we're it saying was, hold on that okay. means that it was a dream for you mm, okay no yes nope. yes it does <laughs> without no, rating no. I'm rating this from the perspective of somebody watching somebody listen to this mix and be like, damn, they could, they did a pretty you know, good John, job. John, number three, got 3.5 yeah, yeah. points <laughs> just for so, being on there. Yeah. Um, I mean, even just like listenability, there's a, like the way the first three songs are on there, it's like how my brain works with music. Uh-huh. So that worked really well for me. Mm. Like, could have been any three songs of three different genres, really, but those three fit really well, hmm. and uh, got a lot of points for that. And then, like the other two songs, I don't like. I don't <laughs> like the songs, <laughs> but concept wise, like basically bonus points for the concept because it fit that narrative. Yeah, yeah. I went through a little more emotions with this because <laughs> you felt betrayed by Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> So I literally looked at your title being like, is this mix a nightmare? So then I was like, all right, this is going to solely be songs that are terrible, right? It's a nightmare. Yeah. Then I was like, all right, that's a possibility. Then I also thought about the other possibility of them not, you know, they're not going to be all different genres, which you you were fantastic with that, that met that criteria. But then I was like, I, I don't hate the first three. I appreciated those. I don't know about an order mixing up. And then literally it got ripped out of my chest after seeing Metallica and just, you know, Nelly on there. And I'm just like, I don't know how I feel about it anymore. And it's, I had so many different, you know, just one to two, two to three, to three to four. And I'm just kind of like dreams, kind of like dreams. Yeah. (laughs) What if I told you you're in a dream? So So, what language is that? This English. Okay. (laughs) Backwards again. Yeah, you're in a dream, so it's fucked up. 
So, I mean, just one, two, three, they worked for me. Um, orders, I have no preference. I would have just hated it any way you organized it for so the I other two songs. started with Metallica. Oh, I mean, I would have hated you just as much. Um, but overall, the first three kind of hold it together. The last two, just being a nightmare, kind of hold it together. I gave you a 3.13. Oh, so it's a dream one. for you as well. Yes. Uh, because one three three out of five <laughs> is one still three. <laughs> three out of five. I mean, you know, that's still yeah. better that's odds. Still, that's yeah. still fresh. Yeah, you'd be winning in a casino right now. Yeah. You know, it really should be three out of five because I would only listen to three out of the five songs. <laughs> like it's literally you got a but three out of three because the, the other ones don't exist. Point eight is because I hate the last two songs so much. Yeah, that it fits. The title and the narrative and the theme of the mix. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Well, I'm glad I forced you guys to listen to this. this week. <laughs> yeah, I'll be listening to those first three songs quite a bit. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I probably won't listen to this mixtape again. Good. Um, Me I will. I will listen to to Good Old Roy. I'm just curious about him. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm curious about well, Biggie. Not John, curious about Mayor. John, eh. I'll, I'll listen on. to him because Devin will listen to him. And be like, RJ, check out this. I'm like, that's I cool, don't Devin. do Look that live. <laughs> yeah. gotta cool? listen. Your body is a waterfall. You know what? I was going to say the live He's version of the song. Sweet Fender. The live version of the song is so much better. And he plays a PRS. Oh, okay. Everybody knows that. A POS? A piece of sh- PRS. <laughs> Sorry. You're a POS. <laughs> Point of sale. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Such a POS thing to say. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of different versions of this mix. I had the Cranberries Dreams. I had Aerosmith's Dream On. Mm. Um, I had. Um, okay, if you would have, mind you, I've heard that song millions of times too, but I think if you changed it for Metallica, I would have been fine. Yeah, I needed. I would have been fine. Be a nightmare, well, though. You do That's need. Okay. You do need some nightmare songs, yeah. but Dream On would have been sick if you were thinking of it as a like a Wizard of Oz sense, like which Wizard I of Oz. was kind of getting the vibe of for some reason. Or I was thinking like it'd be cool to have like a Wizard of Oz style journey where you know you wake up at the end and like it was all just a dream. That's Nelly. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> You got a 2.75 on this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I had some other ones on there. Oh, I had uh, Teenage Dreams, I think. That's the Katy Perry song. Um, teenage? No, that's a different that's You a make different me one. feel a teenage dream. Yeah, I had uh, Miley Cyrus has a call, song called Dreams. Uh, that's just D. It's like the acronym for Dreams. I don't know what it stands for for her. Drugs um, rule everything around me. Dreams. Yes. Is it? Yes. Fuck! Who else did that? Uh, transplants. Mm. There was yeah. a, it's the, a off a cover cream. of Cream by Wu- the Wu Tang song, the Wu- oh. but it's Dream. Drugs rule everything around me instead Dream. of cash rules everything. Drink another me. beer, y'all. Yeah. Drugs rule everything around me. Dream. It wasn't really like a cover, but it was just a shitty ska version, <laughs> you know. Rap rock. Jerry Pop and Daddies. Um, if you guys could choose a dream song, just one dream song to put on. Oh. Mm. Um, Dream On was the first one that came to mind. And I do like, I don't necessarily like really like that song, but I yeah. like it for that theme. Hmm. But also, Passion Pit does a cover of Cranberry's Dreams. Oh, cool. That is really hmm. cool. Hmm. 
I really enjoyed listening to that, so that would be interesting to throw in there. Passion and be, Pit sounds very dirty. It does. Very dirty. The Pit of the Peach. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah it, it's really good, though, because it's like, it would be dreamier because you would, uh, you know, you're like, oh, I know this song, but I don't know who sings it. Yeah. Kind of like how they do the French versions of popular songs mm. on the, I think, Life Aquatic mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, he sings in Portuguese. Yes. Yeah. Portuguese, yeah. Yeah. I'd probably have to go through just the search engine of dreams and just yeah. seeing what's on there. Because I'm sure there's like so many of them like, oh, I forgot about the song. Like, I didn't, you know, that has a dream in it. I considered putting the cover that you played of Mr. Sandman by that one band. Oh. you talk, Well, you talked about it to us. I, I forget who the group is, but they do a cover of Mr. Sandman. Damn it. Yeah. What you talked about on another podcast. Oh, I forgot who that was now. Okay, I got to look that up when we're yeah. done. Uh, I thought you were about to say Hoobastank. Hoobastank. So, wait, wait, wait. With that song in general, you have like the traditional song, but I feel like. It's like, you know, like a Marilyn Manson or something, just mind you, but just something like that's like dark and like eerie. Sweet dreams? No, just the Mr. Sandman. Like, Sweet dreams, yeah. Mr. Sandman, bring oh. me a dream. Like something that's slow mm-hmm. and just that's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I picture oh. that. I don't, I don't know if that's what it is. I've heard of Mr. Sandman that was slow like that, but it was for a movie trailer. Yeah, something like that. That's not what the one I'm thinking of. Uh-uh. Yeah. All right. Devin, it's your turn. E- EC. <laughs> so, I have kind of a clickbaity title here. <laughs> oh, no. But, real quickly, I just want to get you in the mood of Ben Shapiro. Are you familiar with Ben Shapiro and what he does? Another name. Okay. Yeah. Are you... I, <laughs> I think oh, Mike Simmel. is familiar. Simmel does Mr. Sandman cover. Oh, that was oh, RJ. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. That would have been, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, the title of my mixtape for next week is Alt Country Playlist Owns Listeners by Using Facts and Logic. That's a long title. That's Wait. a long-ass title. <laughs> okay. Alt Country? Alt Country Playlist Not Owns Are listeners. you referring to alternative Alt Country? country. Or just like like alt country. This is alt right country music. (laughs) (laughs) I would say regular country would be closer to the alt right, and alt country would be closer to the left. So okay, ideologically, alt right country. No, no, no. (laughs) This is alt country. Country. These are libtards. Okay. (laughs) So alt country playlist playlist. Owns listeners by using facts and logic. Owns listeners? Yes. Like slaves? They're owned. Like, you see this video and you're like, all oh, right. I want to see. Slaves. Yeah. <laughs> These better all be like Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> no, it's literally just an alt country playlist. Yeah. All right, country playlist. It's not all right. <laughs> if he just named it. Alternative country, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. Yeah, but <laughs> it's gonna own you, and you'll see. So, music for Nazis. <sighs> no, Nazis didn't own people. <laughs> what? 
Well, I mean, I guess. Do they own country? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just you're going to get owned because, you know, you, you thought one way about alt country. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to, you know, get your mind changed. So the facts and logic. Facts and logic, yes. Facts and Is logic. That, that's coming from the artists. The artists are presenting facts and logic. Well, facts don't care you. about your feelings, friend. <laughs> okay. But they're presenting <laughs> facts and logic, or you're presenting facts and logic on behalf of the artist? Well, I am presenting the facts and logic on okay. behalf. this Because I am the creator of the playlist. Uh-huh. Therefore, I am the one using the facts and logic. You're being owned by me. So you're trying to own us. White supremacy, RJ. Sure. Two brown yeah. people over mm. here. You are not shadow people. <laughs> We're brown. They're brown. brown. Yeah, it's different. It's Very different. specific. Two brown people over here. You know, the Irish were slaves to white man. I don't know if you know this, but the Irish were <laughs> oppressed against two. I don't know if you ever heard of that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm saying something I about people use that argument. No. And like, well, white people were slaves too. I was like, well, come on now. <laughs> They're just stupid Irish people. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a white supremacy playlist. Yeah, it's all screwdriver. <laughs> yeah, this is stuff I can't X. listen to at work again. <laughs> no, this is. I mean, ironically, it's, they're more left-leaning country people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what makes them alt-country. Really, probably not. No, but musically, right? yeah, yeah. But it seems like most of the alt country people are <laughs> libtards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm assuming we won't have a repeat of Sturgill. No, uh, that's a bummer. Yeah, Could've but been. one of his friends is on there. Okay, right. got one of his buddies. We got an older alt country song and another one of his buddies. Actually, oh, yeah. Right. Let's watch a buddish. Um, all right. Well, you can find the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Five star <clears throat> mixtape. Uh, yes. This is the last episode that we're recording all together. Yeah. Um, so going forward, the podcast will sound different. Maybe we might Not- make it sound so good. <laughs> <laughs> we might just. Put robot voices on all of us, and <laughs> literally, people so be better. like, "I prefer this new version." Yeah, yeah two point oh. We might just turn it to text form. You know, <laughs> like you just read it, just transcribed. Who What's knows? that like? Computer code like zero 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 one one on zero zero. Fucking mail you a newsletter. I don't know. Let's figure it out. It's a podcast newsletter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> read this conversation we had for an hour and a half. I could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can find the podcast. Yeah, you can find the mixtapes on Spotify. Five song mixtape also. Spotify. Find it. Um, you can follow us on Instagram, where Instagram. I have not posted this week because I'm too busy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but normally, <laughs> first. <laughs> you see the you see the beginning of it. Yeah, it's really all you <laughs> got. It you got the nine square. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. You heard the snippet. Yeah, I put. Did you guys see the snippet? The lobster hands. No, I didn't see it. Yeah, it's a jerking off with lobster hands. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I think my clickbaity title will get a lot of people listen to this one. It's true. Yeah. Depends on what I do. We'll get though. that all right scene. We'll get mm-hmm. whatever. What's that Richard new Spencer. Uh, Instagram platform or not social media platforms? Parlor. Yeah, we'll get parlor people. <laughs> yeah, there's certain people in my life that have tried to convince me to go on parlor oh, recently. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I don't use social media yeah. to begin with. I'm not going to go to your right leaning social media platform. Yeah. Like, I don't want politics. I think that there's so many people. Like, there's a lot of people that I've heard, like, celebrities that were like, oh, maybe I'll try, like, a new social media platform. And it's like, instantly turns into all right stuff. Yeah. It's not even like, I don't understand why they even have hope at this point (laughs) to try to find an alternative social media platform. It's just like, it instantly goes there. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Anna Ferris is like, I'm going to go on parlors. Like, swastika, swastika, swastika. (laughs) Yeah. You know what it's gonna be. <laughs> um, all right. So yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Namaste. Bye-bye. Peace be with you.